0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. The Bulls are set to face off against the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow in Game 2 of the playoffs. Now, this comes after an emotional weekend for Chicago basketball fans because the Bulls fell short to the defending NBA champs in the playoff opener. The final score was 93-86. to Joining us now with a look ahead is WBEZ's very own sports contributor, Cheryl Ray Stout. Hi, Cheryl. Welcome back. Hi, Sasha. Yeah, thank you. So before we get into it, Cheryl, I noticed a lot of Chicagoans were... Super excited that the Bulls made the playoffs. So is this historical? Like, did you see it coming? No, I thought they would from
1: the way it was going through the season. They were in first place, but they were having some trouble near the end of the season. But they were still solidly in a playoff spot. But it's the first time since 2017 that they are in the playoffs. So for fans, this is kind of like a reawakening
0: of the team. Yeah. Well, let's shift back to Sunday. hmm <laughs> It was an exciting game, though, right? Yes. How do you think the Bulls played? Talk to me.
1: I thought they played well. I thought that they played great defense. They forced 21 turnovers against the Bucks. However, that's a defending champion, and you got to win those games when you do that. They, the Bulls only shot 31%. You had some really poor shooting from DeMar DeRozan only was 6 of 25 for 18 points. Um, Nicholas Vukovic, he had a good game most of the time, but then he missed open threes. So it was an interesting game because the Bulls had a week to put their game plan in, and they executed it. And you have players like Alex Caruso, who had a bad back, was able to play the whole game. And so players like that, who knows how to play defense, is one of the reasons why they were in this game and challenged Milwaukee.
0: Well, you know, this was a tough loss, Cheryl, uh-huh. and and to your point, you, you know, I think the Bulls should actually be proud of their performance. Yeah, but they don't
1: want to have participation trophies. Yeah. <laughs> they, they want the W because They want the W, yeah. If you steal that first game, you put a lot of thought in the minds of the the opponent. You know, you challenge them. Now they have to figure out, can they replicate what they did on Sunday? But don't get a, an
0: L, but get a W. That's what they got to do tomorrow night. Yeah, I'm, I'm such a mom, Cheryl. You know, it's <laughs> it's good you participated. <laughs> I want participation trophies. No, no, no. <laughs> you're like, no, no, no. It's all about the win. <laughs> we don't care about participation. Um, you know, what would you say then? They need is is what they need to change by tomorrow because the game two is tomorrow. I wonder it's... what you're hoping to see them improve on specifically.
1: I think what they have to do, and I think this is what happens when you're not used to playing defense and offense, and that is conserve your energy enough. That when you when you finish your defensive end, when you go to the offense, you have the ability to make the shots. And I think that's what was a trouble troublesome for them, because they had not played this type of defensive intensity, which takes the wind out of you. This was a physical game. So they have to be able to get that extra energy, that extra boost, and they have to hit the open shots. They were horrible. As far as the three-pointers, they got to make those Mm three-pointers. And that's where Kobe White, who came off the bench, who had 12 points, he could be one of those players that could be important in the long run, and particularly for tomorrow night.
0: Well, you went to their practice yesterday. So Mm -hmm. you you just mentioned energy. Was any of that going on? What was the morale like?
1: They were feeling pretty good. Um, Alex Caruso says they're confident. They know that they were in that game. They knew, they said, yeah, it was ugly, but they thought it was a good, exciting game. And so their mindset is right. You have to think that, well, you can't think, oh, well, you know, we lost. No, they were very, they're very positive about it.
0: Well, speaking of Alex Caruso, he, as you said, he seemed rather optimistic about their showing on Sunday. Let's listen to a little bit of what he had to say,
1: I thought both teams executed, you know, kind of what they wanted to do. Making or missing shots doesn't necessarily mean, you know, you played well or played bad. Um, I mean, to hold that team to 91 points, a bunch of turnovers—that's not a lot of teams this year did that. You know, guys miss open shots, but at the end of the day, I think the physicality of the game, the intensity of the game, uh, both teams played like, you know, they, they're they're here they're here to fight for
0: for their life. I wonder if you share his optimism, Cheryl. I'm well,
1: you know, I'm <laughs> I think they could be in this game, but but you know what, like I said, when you allow a team not you can't beat a team when you have twenty one they have twenty one turnovers, that's not good. And so it's gonna be difficult for them. You also had foul trouble in this game. Giannis was in foul trouble. He was he had five fouls on him in late in in the game and you could not capitalize on that. Mm. Zach Levine got into foul trouble. You cannot you have to do better than that. They have to just do, you know, I would say 10% better than what they did on Sunday.
0: Yeah. And if they can do that, mm-hmm. they can succeed. I'm just trying to figure out which team to root for, Cheryl, because my <laughs> Raptors are terrible right now. As well. So I'm like, come on, Chicago. <laughs> you got to do you this. Know, but Giannis is such a great
1: athlete to watch. You know, he's really he's really tremendous. But I'm really, I this may sound, you know, kind of an odd thing to say, but I think this is great for the young players, the Ayuda Sumos, the Kobe Whites, even Zach exactly, Lee. He's never been in the playoffs before. Yes, they probably won't win this series, but what they'll gather, what they'll gain, is knowing what they have to do in the future. And this team is really heading towards the future more than the now.
0: I know we just talked about the uh, reassurance from Alex Caruso in, in yesterday's practice, Cheryl, but is he still suffering from his injuries?
1: He said no. He said that his back was fine. But you know what, Sasha, this is a physical series. It's going to be physical all the way through. And so I'm concerned what it's going to be like after game two, after game three. Now, they're fortunate because they had the full week off last week, and the the NBA gave them a couple of days in between game one and game two. So that may help him. But he did take a fall. And so you're very concerned about somebody like that. You know, and and Zach Levine has that knee issue that, you know, you never know when that's going to flare up. So those are concerns as far as as the Bulls go, as far as the
0: health. Yeah. Well, uh, that third quarter is when Mm -hmm. things really started to heat up on Sunday. Uh, Nikola Vukovic, uh, he sank a crucial three-pointer to tie up the score. I want to hear what that sounded like with Dawson here's the erosion that's a 3 to tie the game. Oh, Big third quarter for Nikola Vujovic, and from down 16 the Bulls have tied game one. How pivotal was that moment in the game Cheryl?
1: That was huge. You know they went on a 13-0 run and they actually got the lead, you know. Kobe White came in and he had three-pointer but They have to go to him. They have to go to Nikola Vukovic because they're only doing one-on-one defense, and the fact is sometimes he's going to have a guy on him that's you know very a smaller opponent, and so he's got to be able to make those shots. He is one of the reasons why they traded for him for for, to get him last year, and so he's going to be important because go down low. He's going against uh, Brook Lopez, who and Giannis at times, but those are players that he should be able to use his size. And he he could shoot from the outside too.
0: Yeah, um, speaking of, of Giannis, he did not score a single point in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. So I mean, just that seemed like a recipe for success for the Bulls. So it's it's it kind of leaves you asking like what went wrong. Because he's the star of the Bucks, right?
1: Yeah, but he's having a
0: bad game. Then
1: right, and and that's that's the concern because he had twenty-seven points, sixteen rebounds in the game. But yeah, you're right because he was saddled with foul trouble, and so that's when the Bulls should have been able to get over the hump. But you have to look at the fact is the Bucks have tremendous defensive players. You know, Drew Holiday is you know he's very pesky. You got uh, Chris Middleton. You've you've got these and Bobby Portis, the ex-Bull. These are players that are also playoff hardened. They have been in the playoffs for the last several years. And the fact is that is something you could fall back at. And this is what the Bulls have to learn. How to become playoff hardened.
0: Is that the leadership you're looking at for you know from the, the big three? Mm-hmm. DeRozan, yeah. Levine, and Vucevic?
1: Yeah, and they all they all know exactly what happened after that game and they all took ownership for it and DeMar DeRozan said, "I will not have a game like I had." Like I mentioned, 6 of 25. Yeah. You, we haven't seen him shoot like that all season. So this is something and, and and he's a type of player that's he doesn't just speak, he shows what he can do. He shows his leadership yeah. and the young players will follow.
0: Quick check in on some other sports. Uh, what's going on with the sky? I
1: just got through doing Zoom calls with uh, Ellie Quigley and Courtney Vandersloot. Uh, they're back in camp. There's only uh, they only have like 14 players of the 23. They're excited to be back. They they're very very they they know they have the mantle of being defending champions, and so they know that they're going to have you know people are going to come after them. Yeah. They also I I also asked them specifically about Brittany Griner. She is overseas. She's being held in Russia. Still. And there's a lot of concern still about her, and they want to see her get released and back in the United States.
0: And uh, in these last few seconds I have with you, Cheryl, I know the Bears training camp starts today. So, what can you tell us there? Well,
1: I just got through talking. I've been busy today. You've been busy. (laughs) (laughs) Justin Fields, was he talked today, and this is going to be his time to shine. And he's got a new offensive coordinator in Luke Getzey. He's got a new head coach in Matt Ibraflus. He knows that he's the man he looks forward to. And what they're doing these three days, they're implementing the game plan. And the thing is, he told us that 100% of the players are there on the offensive side for a voluntary camp. That's a good sign.
0: All right, let's do a quick baseball rundown. (laughs) What happened this weekend for the Cubs and Sox?
1: Both of them are actually playing pretty well. The, The Cubs are really, you know... Saya Seiya Suzuki, the right fielder from Japan, has hit in every game so far. He's got four home runs. He's one of the best hitters in the league. And he's just a great player to watch. They're getting some great pitching from some of their own prospects, Justin Steele and Keegan Thompson. Mm-hmm. So that's really good for them. We'll see how things shake out because sometimes team, uh, other teams will make adjustments on the new player. But on the White Sox side, they're not hitting the home runs yet. So Even though they they got the best record in the American League, you know that those bats are going to start to bust out soon. They're getting some very good quality pitching from their two young studs, Dylan Cease and uh, Michael Kopech. And the fact is, Dallas Keiko, who wasn't even the playoff roster last year, had a good start. He's starting today in Cleveland. So there's some good things.
0: Nice. Well, Cheryl Ray Stout is WBEZ's sports contributor, very busy sports contributor. (laughs) As always, thank you for giving us the rundown. And go Bulls!